Buenos días. ¿Les dijeron que va a ser en español el estudio ahora? No. He didn't mention he was going to be in Spanish today. No. Oh, Alex, you did it again, huh? Good morning. My name is Marvel Marroquín. How are you guys this morning? I can see that in your thingy, like he said, the thingy, uh, there is a Mexico trip to Vizcaino. And I only saw one man go like this when he asked how many went to that Vizcaino trip. Well, my prayer today is that after today, all of you guys can go to Vizcaino. And not only there, but many other places for the Lord. Uh, so that's my desire and my prayer this, uh, this morning. And uh, God has a sense of humor, a big sense of humor, because I barely speak English, you know, so I struggle a lot, and uh, I wish this would have been in Spanish. I can do a lot better, I promise you. But uh, God has a sense of humor, and uh, it's either Alex has a lot of faith, or he's kind of loco <laughs> to invite me to come here, because uh, that's a big challenge for me. And for you guys, do you guys have the interpretation of tongues? You know what that is? Can you interpret tongues? Because today if you have the gift, use it. You're going to need it. You're going to need to have that gift to interpret everything I'll be saying today. So I pray that you guys understand everything. And it's my desire that God will speak to you, not me. And remember that God has a sense of humor and communication too. He can give you guys the gift right now so you can understand everything. So let me start by praying, okay? Let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for this wonderful day you give us, Father. And I pray, Father, that your Holy Spirit might speak to our hearts this morning, that we will be living here knowing that we heard from you. And Father, I ask you to please bless everyone here. Bless Pastor Sam as he is in, in a place resting, Lord. Uh, please bless this congregation. And I ask you to speak to our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. If you guys have a Bible, can you please open it up in uh, the book of Lamentations, chapter 5. Uh, how many of you know where the book is located? It's kind of hard, huh? Lamentations. It's uh, in the Old Testament, before Ezekiel, right after Jeremiah, is the book of Lamentation. We're only going to be reading one verse there, but like, uh, like Alex said, my name is Marvin Marroquin. My family is here with me today. They're in the back row. They told me not to speak about them, but I, I have to. My wife, they have to be strong like I am, right? So my wife, my daughter, and my two boys are in the back there. If you'd like to meet them later. Uh, they're kind of grouchy, though. You got to be careful. <laughs> they're not like me, sweet, you know. But they're here. And uh, after finding out that, you know, Jeremiah, uh, the prophet, God told him that he cannot marry. Can you believe that? He didn't give him the, 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 the freedom to marry a woman. Poor guy, no? I mean, what would we do without women? 
You know, pretty much a lot, right? No. <laughs> but praise God for women, right? Remember when Adam and Eve uh, came to the world? I remember that God put Adam to sleep, right? And that was the last time we men slept. Because then he created women, and now we can't even sleep at night, right? <laughs> they kick us all the time, right? Amen to that, huh, brother? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> cool. But praise God for women, you know. Jeremiah didn't have the privilege. And if you want to hear about the story, it's in Jeremiah chapter 16, uh, where God didn't allow him to marry. Around verse, I believe is verse uh, somewhere in there. But I know it's there. Uh, Lamentations is a very good book. And some people believe that Jeremiah the prophet wrote this book. And uh, Jeremiah means uncertain. I hope I'm saying it right, uncertain. And I, I think that a lot of us today might be uncertain about a relationship with God. My prayer is that if that's the case, that God will show us that He's with us, you know. He's always been there, and, and he wants to be with, with, with us. So, it was Jeremiah 16 too, I remember, where he talks about uh, God forbidding him not to marry a woman. Poor guy, man. I feel sorry for him. But the book of Lamentations, chapter 5, we're going to read verse 21. And then from there, I have other verses that we're going to be going through. But we're going to concentrate in that one verse. And the Bible says, Turn us back to you, O Lord, and we will be restored. Uh, Turn us back to you, O Lord, and we will be restored. A lot of us need restoration this morning. We need to be restored by the Lord, not by men, right? And, and we want Him to turn back to us, right? Notice what it says right there. It says, turn back to us, Lord. And you might say this morning, well, I never left the Lord, you know? But He wants to be back with us this morning. And He wants to restore us. He wants to have a relationship with us. And He wants to show us mighty things. You know, we are, my family and I, we are missionaries. And me and my family, we've been going to a lot of different countries to minister. And one of the places we've been to is to Arizona, to the Apache Reservation. Have you ever been to the Apache Reservation? Any of you know? It's a challenge. There's one lady here. It's a challenge to go there to the Apache Reservation. There is a lot of uh, young kids killing themselves. There are uh, a, lot of, a lot of drugs, a lot of alcohol. They need God. I, I, I like the fact that there is a lot of young guys here like me. You know, I'm still young. <laughs> and uh, that's cool because those guys over there, they need us. They need our help. So we've been to a lot of places with my family. And I myself have uh, been to a lot of places in South America. Translating for Pastor Roll Reese. You guys know Pastor Roll Reese? He kind of looks like me. He talks like me. But you know, <laughs> that's a good thing. He talks like me, you know. 
But uh, we've been going through a lot of different places with him. And uh, my, my wish today is that you young people will get on fire for the Lord. Will pick up the fire and go and be a missionary all over the place. So that's cool. So the Bible says, turn us back to you, O Lord. So we will be restored. Jesus told us in Matthew chapter 23. You don't have to turn there, but I'm going to read it. Uh, Matthew 23, verse 37 to 39. He said, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. See how, see your house is left to you desolate. For I say to you, you shall see me no more till you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Have you heard, heard that before? Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. In Hebrew it goes like this, Baruch haba bishem Adonai. I speak Hebrew a little bit. Can you believe it? <laughs> Baruch haba bishem Adonai. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. This morning I come in the name of the Lord. I did do a lot of praying, believe me. I'm still kind of cold. And I'm glad I'm sitting because then you don't see my legs shaking like this. Because I'm very nervous, you know, to speak in English. But praise God for that. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Baruch haba bishem Adonai. We're going to have a quiz after that, the study. So remember that. Uh, that is what God wants to be today. He wants to be close to us. And after hearing, reading this verse, I love the name Genesis. Whoever thought about naming a church Genesis, got to be a genius. Or he must be under a lot of pressure, right? Because, I mean, Genesis, you know. But Genesis means the beginning. So today, today God wants us to go back to Genesis, to the beginning. When God called us to his service, when he had mercy on us and saved us. I remember when he saved me and my family, we were on fire for God, man. There was no stopping us, you know. The sky was the limit, you know, because there was no limit. They had a mission trip, I'm going. They had this, I'm going. They had that, we're going. So we became known as the Marroquin family going everywhere, you know. Which is cool, you know, because we were on fire for the Lord. He was our first love. And now it's been nine years, can you believe it? Nine years and I'm already speaking to you fine people today. And uh, since we became a Christian, it's been a little bit of time. But uh, God has taken us to many, many countries. And it's amazing to see that if he took me and nobody, he can take you. And he wants to do that today. He wants to take all of you guys. I remember when we went to Guatemala with Alex, when he was speaking about me speaking in tongues. That was tongues. was not snoring, believe me. I don't snore. I speak in tongues at night only. Okay? And it, got, it gets kind of loud. It does get loud. But uh, it's speaking in tongues. Okay? Remember that. But uh, I remember that we had so much fun in Guatemala. I remember Jillian too, my homie. I see her here today. She went with us too. I think you went to Panama too, right? We went to Panama and to Guatemala together. 
It's a blessing, you know. But God wants to take us all to, to, to the mission field. And He wants to have a relationship with us. I remember when the Lord... I'm going to read my notes, okay, because I'm kind of nervous and I don't want to... You guys thinking I'm speaking in tongues. Uh, I remember when the Lord came to me in the year June of 2001. I, I, I already said I was on fire for Him. And I remember immediately I went to the Bible college at Pastor Raul Reese Church. He's my pastor. And I went there for three years. And then uh, the Lord took us to the shepherd school, me and my wife, another two years. And then we pastored for a year and a half almost over at Calvary Chapel uh, Rancho Cucamonga with Pastor Jim Morate. We, we were uh, heading their Spanish ministry and their missions ministry. And it was cool, you know, to see how God was working in our life. And I remember that I told God one thing. And that's what I want to share with you guys today. I says, Lord, I'm heavy. I have a lot in my shoulder. Can you take that heaviness away from me? Can you get that load off my back? And I remember he brought me to this scripture that I'm going to share with you guys this morning. And if you go to Matthew, please, chapter 11. Lamentation was just an introduction. But, uh, but Matthew, chapter 11, is where we're going to be this morning. And I know that when you read this, some of you are going, are going to identify how I was when I prayed to the Lord. Chapter 11, we're going to start reading in, in verse 25 to verse 30. Are you guys there yet? Because I already got it here. So, <laughs> so chapter uh, 11 of Matthew, it says like this. At that time... Jesus answered and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and have revealed them to babes. My, my translation says babes. Babies, right? To little kids like me, children. He says right there, I thank you that you have hidden from the wise do you need to be wise to serve the Lord? Do you need an education to serve the Lord? Do you need like a diploma or a degree? In the world, if you don't have a degree, you can get a job, right? Especially nowadays, you need a, a good diploma to have a good job. But for God, you don't need anything. You just need to have the will. Can you believe that? Just want to go serve the Lord. And he says... The Father hid all things from the wise. And we don't need to be wise. And He revealed everything to the babies. We are still babies, right? Even though I'm 43, I'm going to be 44. I'm still young, you know. I'm still half my... But there are some adults that God calls babies. There are some old men, old women, and God calls babies, right? Isn't it that so cool? That he has a love for us to call you his children. And he says that he revealed all things to the babies. I remember that he revealed to me a lot of things. And I went, I went preaching the gospel. I, I am from Guatemala. By the way, I'm from Guatemala. Do you guys know where Guatemala is? Yeah? Okay, it's a small country in Central America. 
I remember that back in, back in Guatemala, I used to walk with this bag under my, my arm. And in that bag, I had a gun and two magazines full of bullets, you know. And everybody knew that whenever they saw the black bag, there was a gun inside there. And I carried bodyguards with me all the time. And then when I went back to Guatemala to preach the gospel, I brought up a bag again. But this was a brown bag. And in, in, instead of the gun, now I had a Bible in there. And everybody will fear me because they see me with a bag, you know. And they think, you know, this, here comes Mr. Marvin, you know. But now I had a Bible inside. So now they told me, you're crazy, man. What are you doing preaching the gospel, you know. But a lot of them converted to, to Christianity. And that was the, the, you know, God revealed to me to go over there, a baby, and share his word with the men that were bad men, you know. I was in jail yesterday. Don't think they got me. I was in, in Norco jail yesterday. We're going to start going in the jail to minister to the people inside the jail. And I was going back to my world, you know. I was in jail, but for a good reason now. I've been in jail three times, but for bad reasons. You know, but God revealed to me the need that there was in that jail yesterday. When I saw all these Hispanic people in jail, all these American people in jail, all these black American people in jail, there is a need out there. God says that the, the labor, the work is plenty. We got a lot of work, but there's no laborers. There's no people that want to go out and, and, and preach the gospel. You know, so... God shows everybody his things. And he says right here that the Father, the Father show, show everything to the, to the Son. And now the Son shows everything to us. Verse 26 says, Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in your sight. All things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, nor does anyone who the Father except the Son, and the one whom the Son wills to reveal him. The Son, the Father sent the Son. He was the first missionary. Can you believe that? He came all the way from heaven. He had the hard work. He was the first missionary, the Son. Now the Son tells us, his disciples, to go and give the message. Isn't that cool? Isn't it cool that the Father cares so much for His creation that He will send His only Son, like the, the song was saying, the nails in your hands, the nails in your feet, just for us. Can you believe that? That's love, isn't it? That's a lot of love. But anyways, come to me, He says, verse 28. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Are you heavy today? Do you have a load in your back that you, don't, you cannot carry anymore? Maybe financial problems? Or am I the only one with financial problems right now? I guess everybody right now has a load that we need to give to the Lord. Right? And he says, come to me. And I will give you rest. Do you want rest today? Are you tired? I am very tired. 
I said, Lord, take this big old thing out of my back. Give me peace. You know? And I'm sure that a lot of us today are like that. And now he says something very cool. 29. He says, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Take my yoke and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Do I say amen to that? Amen. He says, take my yoke upon you. Have you guys ever seen the bulls? The oxen, you call them oxen or bulls? When they are in the ranch, uh, fixing the land, and, and the owner of the ranch puts a yoke in the two bulls. Have you noticed that he has to match the two bulls, that they might be the same strength, the same capacity, so that they can pull together, you know? And God wants to put a yoke in you guys today. Can you believe that? He wants to put a yoke so that you guys can pull together with him. And he's a big man, right? God is mighty. We are nothing. But he wants to put a yoke in us today so that we can take that load and be light and walk next to him. I find that amazing. You know, that the creator of, of all heaven and earth wants to put a yoke in, in me. And wants to do the work for me. Because when he puts the yoke in you and in him, who's going to do all the work? He is. Because there's no way we can match him up, right? But he is going to pull for you. But when he puts the yoke on you, what does that mean? He wants you to walk right next to him. Right? You cannot walk ahead of him or behind him. You need to walk next to him why does he want to do that because when he walks next to you you're going to have a relationship with him you see and he wants to teach you he wants to, to teach you to be humble because he says right here that he is humble the word uh, that he uses uh, uh, here he says gentle right says that I am gentle and lowly in heart does that mean humble? Yeah? He wants to teach us to be humble. That's why he wants to put a yoke in us, walk together with us, so that we can become humble. When we are humble, then he can use us for ministry. And not only that, but he takes the load off our back, and he carries it for us. Now we are very light. Not like me, I'm heavy, I'm kind of chunky. But <laughs> he will make us light, right? Which means that we'll be skinny. That's good for me. You know? But uh, he says, come to me, all you who are labor. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, or I am gentle. For my yoke, verse 30, is easy, and my burden is light he says that his joke is easy and he and his burden is light when you have a in in the in the ranch 
when you put the two bulls, a bigger bull and a smaller bull, you know what's going to happen to the bigger bull? He's going to develop a big chaos. Chaos? Chaos? And he's going to be hunchback, you know? Because he's doing all the work. The little bull is not doing anything, right? And so God wants to, to do that. He wants, you will not get a callus, in other words. You will not have a big hunchback. Because he's going to be pulling for you. Next to you. It's like when, for example, can you please come a little bit, my brother? Yeah. Can you come up here? I'm not going to strangle you, don't worry. <laughs> but I'm going to show you a little bit of what I want, what the Bible is saying. Me and him. Okay? We're about the same size, you know. I'm a little, good. I'm a little taller. He's a little taller than me. We're good looking. We got the same thing. We're good looking, right? Uh, but we are about a good match for a yoke, right? If we work together, you know, we work together. The land behind is going to be worked just fine, right? But let's say he goes ahead of me. And then I'm like, let him do the work, you know. Then the land behind is no good, right? When we walk together, is when everything happens. God wants us to walk together with Him, like this. Then He will take that load from you and make it very light. But unless we are walking together, we cannot give the load to Him. Because if we are ahead of Him or behind Him, then we are not really with him right that's why he says come to me have you noticed the verses come to me you cannot say come to me if you are already with me right if we are already together i cannot tell you come to me brother i told him come to me because he was there and i was here right jesus is telling us this morning come to me come to me i want to walk with you you know I want to take your load. I want to make it light. I don't want you to get a big hunchback. You know, I, I want you to walk with me. Thank you, brother. And when you do that, you know that the load is going to be very light. And then you won't have any more problems. Can you believe that? But you need to walk with him. And let him put a joke in you. That's the thing. We don't like it, right? Put a yoke in me. I'm not no animal. But he wants to put a yoke in you. Can you believe that? So that you can walk together with him. And now he says, come to me. Are you guys willing to come this morning? Are you listening to Jesus saying, come to me? You know? You say, well, I'm already a Christian. How can I come to him? I am already in him. But if this morning he's telling you, come to me, that means you left him. You know? That means you were not with him anymore. You were with him in the beginning. You know? The fire when you came to, a, to be a believer. But now for some reason, you stayed behind or you went too fast. But you're not with him anymore. You see what I'm trying to tell you? So he's telling you this morning, come to me. Come back. That's why I read the verse in Lamentations. Where it means that God, if you come to us, we'll come to you and then we will be restored. 
Are you getting it? What do we need to do? We need to go to our ABCs. We need to go back to Genesis. That's why I love this name, Genesis. Right? We need to go back to Genesis, to our ABCs, to the beginning. When you started walking with God, you were on fire for God. Right? And what happened? You know, the things of the world, my work, my soap opera, whatever, you know, took the time, took the focus from me. Right? But today he wants you to come back. You see, these guys need a lot of help for that mission trip in Vizcaino. And only one man is going or went last time. How about if we all go back to, begin, to the beginning, to Genesis? How about if we say, God, here am I, Lord. Send me. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So today he's saying, come to me. All you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Does it say right there, I may give you rest? No. He wants to give you rest today. He, don't wants, you to, he, don't, he, he wants you to go back home different, transformed. Not thinking, oh, I got to pay the rent. <laughs> oh, I got to pay the bills. Oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got to do that. See, when you walk with Jesus, all those things come. And then you don't have to worry anymore. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you left him a little bit. That's why you're struggling with the rent money, with all these different situations. And now he's calling you back. He wants to have a relationship with you again. He wants you to go back to Genesis. And he says right there, I will give you rest. I need a lot of rest myself. You know, like, like Alex was saying, I speak in tongues a lot. I have that, what you guys call the sleep apnea. You know, that's why in the, in the, in the night, I am kind of like, cannot sleep that well. So I wake up in the morning like if I didn't sleep, you know. So I tell God, God, I need you. Because I didn't sleep last night. I almost died last night. Have you guys ever seen a person that has apnea? How they struggle with, you know, in the night? And I said, Lord, I don't. She's looking at him. Huh? You got it too, right, bro? <laughs> cool. No, I'm not the only one. But God wants to give us the rest. You maybe didn't sleep last night. But you know what? If you sleep with God, I mean, if you come next to God, you don't need to sleep. One hour, two hours, it's fine. Because we're living in a spiritual world now, not in the flesh, right? But he has to tell us, come to me. Because maybe we left him. And he says, take my yoke. I'm going to put a yoke in you. When we are next to him, he will use us for ministry. Because next to him, he can trust us. And remember... He does all the work. And He becomes light. And all you need to do is be humble, be gentle, be obedient, and be available. It's like being in a passenger car. You know, when you are walking with God next to Him, it's like when you are in a car 
and you have a driver, all you do is sit, put the seatbelt on, and enjoy the ride. Right? But if you're driving, you're not enjoying. You're driving, you know? You're not looking at the scenery and all the beautiful things. When you walk with God, it's like that. All you do is you put your seatbelt on and enjoy the show. He's going to take you to places you've never been, believe me. And He's going to do mighty things with your life. And He's going to use you big time. When you go to missions, maybe right now you say, Well, you know, I don't want to go to missions because I have to do a lot of work and this and that. You know? Guess what happens when you go to missions with God, walking with Him? He does everything, man. You know, those of you who are missionaries know what I'm talking about. It's like you think you're going to go bless the people over there, wherever you're going. But guess what? You are the one who's going to be blessed. How does that work? You know? It's because God is doing all the work for you. You're walking with Him. He takes the Lord. And now He uses you. And now He does everything. That's why we say the glory belongs to Him. Because He does everything. You know what I'm saying? It's like so cool. But we need to remember that the requirement is to let Him put a yoke on you. That way you cannot go anywhere. You know? You let Him put the yoke on you. You walk alongside with Him. You, he takes the load and boom, throws it away from you. And He wants to do that this morning. I don't know if you guys are like in my situation. You know, uh, we uh, are going through a lot of financial struggles here in this country and everywhere, right? But I remember that that doesn't stop me from, from ministry. When I go to, for example, yesterday I went to Tijuana uh, with Pastor Hector Martinez. He is a Spanish pastor over at uh, Calvary Chapel Golden Springs. And we went to the jail in the morning for five hours, and then we left to Tijuana. We left at 2.30 in the afternoon. We got back home almost at 9 o'clock in the night. And I went, and we worked for, what, 13, 14 hours? Man, I wasn't even sleepy when I came home. I wasn't even tired. You know, I came home like, and I didn't even waste one penny. Can you believe that? And I'm like... How did we pay for the gas and the, the food? And we ate a lot of tacos, believe me. You know, because that's one thing in Mexico. You eat a lot of tacos, you know. Every taco says, yeah, tacos, you know. Right, Jillian? <laughs> she laughs because she knows. And Alex, <laughs> Alex got me hooked to the taco places. So now you go everywhere and you eat nachos and you eat uh, churros. Have you ever had a churro with maple inside? Oh, man. So you eat a lot, you know, it's cool. It's happening. You go to Mexico and it's like you go have fun. You know, you do work a little bit, but then you do have fun all the time. God's easy. You know, that's why he says right here, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You will have tacos, in other words. <laughs> <laughs> And then we go get ice cream too. Who, who likes ice cream? Have you ever had a Mexican ice cream? Those, uh, uh, the ones that have chili and lemon? 
Oh man, you don't know what you're missing. It's good stuff. And they're, they're cheap, you know, so you don't need a lot of money. So we need to go back to Genesis. You guys are already in Genesis. All you got to do is say, Lord, put a yoke on me, Lord, this morning. Hook me up, you know. I want to work for you. And I want you, wherever you go, I want to go with you. Can you guys go with me to the book of Revelations, please? Chapter 2. We're almost done. He never told me how long I was going to speak, so I'm assuming we're almost done. Did he say we were going to speak like three hours this morning? No? No? Okay. We'll make it one hour. Uh, book of Revelation chapter 2. The, the, the message to the church of Ephesus. I'm sure you guys know this, right? But it says like this. To the angel of the church of Ephesus write, This thing says, He who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands. I know your works, your labor, your patience, and that you cannot bear those who are evil. And you have tested those who say that they are apostles and are not, and have found them liars. And you have persevered and have patience, and have labored for my name's sake, and have not become weary. Nevertheless, I have this against you, that you have left your first love. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen. Repent, and do the first works, or else I will come to you quickly and remove your, laps, your lampstand from its place unless you repent. What is that? Bible saying there. He says, you have left your first love. If that is the situation today in your life, I don't know that, you know, that how your walk is with God. But you, if you have left your first love, do what it says right there. Remember before, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the first works. In other words, go back to Genesis, right? Your ABCs, where you started, where you started the relationship with him, was working, you know, desire to go here, desire to do that, desire to be used by him. And what happened? Don't blame yourselves, you know. The things of the world caught up to us, you know. But now we can go back to him. And that's what he wants this morning. He says... I will put a yoke in you, I will walk with you, and I will take the heavy load from you. In other words, I'm going to do everything. All you got to do is come back to me again. Can you do that this morning? Are you willing to go back to the Lord this morning and, and say, Lord, here am I, Lord. Use me. Take me places. You know, take me to different countries. Take me everywhere you want. You know, let me be a vessel of honor, you know, a vessel that you will use. All of you young guys here, if you guys don't believe me that missions are fun, believe me, missions are very fun. My kids are here. My daughter, she's 23. My son, Marvin, is 21. And my baby, Julian, is 18. But he's about this big baby, you know, he's a big baby. 
My baby Julian, he's 18, and you can ask them. They've been to all over the place, mission. And Jillian, too, my homie there. She's been everywhere, too. She's been to Brazil, too, right, Jillian? You speak Portuguese now? Parla Portuguese? I do, a little bit. Okay. But anyways, talk to these guys. Get involved in the church. Go to missions. Instead of going out partying in the Friday night or the Saturday night, go to the mission field on, on Saturday morning. Go to Biscaino. So the next time that he invites me to come, whenever he asks, who went to Biscaino? Everybody goes like this. And even me, because I'm going too. I'll be going with Alex uh, to Biscaino. So please get involved in the church. The reward is good. He's a good boss. He's not a boss that likes to treat us bad. He gives us everything. But most of all, he gives us his love. You know? And he wants us to, to show that person that it's in need. To tell that person that has a big load, come to the Lord. Like he says, come to me. I will give you rest. God says this morning, I will give you rest. Believe me. I didn't make up to come here today. For me, it was a big challenge. Big challenge, especially in English. I'm still very cold. Or maybe the air conditioning is cold. <laughs> but, but you know what? When I pray for these verses, God confirmed these verses. I didn't make them up. I know he wants to speak to you guys this morning. And he wants you to come back to the first love. I know that we love our wives. I love my wife. Unless, you know, unlike Jeremiah, couldn't have a wife. Poor guy. But we do have our wives. Bring your wives to the mission field. Go with them. The men is wonderful. Please do. You know, take a step of faith and go. You will not be regretting that you went. The mission field is for everybody. And, and you might say, where is the mission field? As soon as you walk from that door outside, that's your mission field. It's Upland. It's everywhere. It's the hospitals. It's the bank. It's your employment place. You know? It's everywhere. It's Mexico. It's, uh, I've been to Mexico. I've been to Panama, Colombia, Peru, El Salvador, Costa Rica. Chile, U.S. all over, in nine years. And not to my glory, you know, because I don't deserve the, the glory. But it's that I know who I believed in. And I know who's my provider. He has been providing for all my trips. And I tell you guys, please listen to these verses today. Go back home and read them again. If you're heavy this morning... We would like to pray for you. I'm sure that there is people here that you can come and, and pray for you. But before I go, I want to pray for you guys. I want to thank you for listening to me. And I think that you didn't need the interpretation of tongues, right? <laughs> you already got it because you understand what I said. But pray to the Lord that he will take you on the mission field. And take your families. Just like I take my family with me. You take your families too, and you will not regret it.
I'd like to pray for you guys. If you are a person that wants to be used by God, and you want God to do a tremendous work, not only in your family, but also with your life, please acknowledge God. You don't have to come to the front, you know. Uh, but you, you can just, wherever you are, just pray to the Lord. Speak to God to use you in a mighty way. All of you young guys, believe me, the mission field is awesome, man. It's great. There is a lot of good-looking women in Mexico too, you know that? <laughs> but the only problem is they need papers. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> but they are, you know, they are all with her too, looking for a gringo like you. You know? <laughs> Don't go to Guatemala because they, you, you know, Guatemala, they, they're crazy, the women. <laughs> I'm glad my wife was born in East L.A. <laughs> She's from born in East L.A., you know. But let me pray for you guys. If you please stand up, I'm going to pray and get involved in the church. Help the people that are starting this beautiful congregation. They need your help. Let's pray. Lord God, I thank you once again, Father, for your word. Because your word is a light unto our feet, Lord. I pray, Father, that you will empower us this morning with your Holy Spirit, Father. You will give us the desire to go and, and do your work, Father. May you make us missionaries, Lord. And Father, if there's somebody here that is heavy laden, Lord, has a lot of problems in their back, please make them light, Lord. I pray that you will make us light like a feather, Father, so that we can be used by you. I thank you this, this morning for this wonderful congregation. I ask you to please be with Pastor Sam. Father, he is out in the mountains enjoying and relaxing and waiting to hear from you. I pray for Alex and his family. And I pray for the brother that has a back pain. I don't remember his name, Lord, but you know who he is. Please heal him, Lord. I thank you for this place. And it's Jesus' name that I pray. Amen.